0: Capitalist Disclaimer. This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Hello, fellow queer ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Solido Queer. I am Rhee, and I hope you are here because, like me, you are also queer and you like tea. And have I got tea. This month Cosmo India released their gender and sexuality issue and they have covered Sobhita Dhulipala there. At first I thought maybe she's coming out as queer which would have been awesome to be honest but no that didn't happen of course. People were pointing out that putting a cis-het women woman on the cover of the magazine about gender and sexuality issues doesn't really help. So Cosmo did upload photos of other queer people later. Anyway, I was curious to read through the excerpts and it just infuriated me. And then I like like the dumb person I am, I went through the whole interview in the magazine later when it released, and it did not help. I mean, not to mention CSET people's understanding of gender and sexuality is supremely limited, but to give them a stage to discuss it as if they are expert on that matter is just ridiculous. In a gender and sexuality discussion write-up, Comments by cis people belong in the footnote. I said what I said, and also, like, we are not experts either. We can only talk about our own experiences with it, and hope that some of it, some tiny part of it, resonates with someone else. It makes me so fucking angry when a cis person reduces feeling your own gender to feeling nothing or feeling like a human being? I don't know. Our world surrounding us is full of people and things who continuously remind us of our assigned gender at birth. And like a lot of us feel bad about it or a lot of us feel really nothing about it. And that necessarily doesn't tell the whole story because you know, that's dysphoria. And the other part of the coin, euphoria, is also a thing. And it's different in a lot of ways than just dysphoria. Like even a small word or gesture can bring immense euphoria among us. That is affirmative of her gender. It's a nuanced thing, really. All of us are different and it's an ongoing journey with her body. Mind? and of course gender not to mention how huge of a social societal societal how huge of a societal pressure it is to present as my assigned gender at birth and not my own gender any babies who are listening to this right now and they have to present as somebody they are not know that you are loved and you chose to present as your surrounding demands you to, and you are choosing your survival and avoiding violence and that is always valid and it doesn't make you any less of who you are. Also, eggs in the audience, love you. You know who you are and if you don't, don't worry, you will. The interview was interesting for one thing though. Like, she mentioned how she never felt female. I mean, to not feel your assigned gender at birth in a world so gendered is just an immense privilege that most trans people don't have. From lines in school assembly to seats in the bus to anywhere that requires an ID and also even during talks. I am lucky enough to pass, like I pass pretty well, mostly, like till I start talking and like most people just switch back and I like hate it, they go like, ma'am, sorry sir and oh god, please go back to ma'am, make me happy please, oh interesting story though, Like for my second dose of vaccine, the nurse called me ma'am throughout, even after seeing my ID and hearing my ugly voice and it was very very affirming. Thank you kind human. Anyway, like little backstory, I studied in an all boys hostel from class 4 to class 10 and probably, well not probably, definitely due to the Environment. I used to think I am gay. Like, you know, all boys hostel and all. I used to imagine myself in Taylor Swift's place in the love story. I mean, who hasn't, right? Anyway, after many hand jobs and blowjobs, later I went to college and I got into a relationship with a cis pet woman. And I was in love. Like back then I pretty much settled in as bi and like I was in an engineering college and there wasn't any queer community at all around me. There was another guy in my batch who was gay and he wasn't publicly out either. And no, we haven't slept together. Anyway. There are couple other friends from my college, like who were close to me, who has later came out as bi or pan, and that's that's really good. I did not have much dysphoria to be honest back then, uh, like my puberty story notwithstanding. But I have been applying makeup by then. And not so secretly, I was into nail paints uh, and like putting on makeup always made me feel very, very happy. And back then the C-SET woman I mentioned, my ex, she is a very talented nail artist. And nail paint shopping with her is still a very happy memory for me. Since I didn't have a physical community, I was into the online one from the days of yahoo chat rooms to MySpace groups and for some times I also was in Orkut, but let's not talk about that. And honestly, like the Facebook groups were my exposure and like uh, then when I was living alone in Pondicherry after my breakup and all. I was experimenting with my looks and like from the recommendation from this group, one very particular group, uh, I started using them pronouns and it just felt right, it's like it fits, it feels like me and after that I haven't looked back. I, I have decided I want to do what makes me feel happy about myself me and my body and now that I have decided I want to have that I need to figure out what makes me happy and I have some things that makes me happy and uh, I know certain things will make me happy and not having those makes me extremely dysphoric like what the fuck right that, that's why I keep saying identity is a bitch. Do I now know what I want? A bit, yes. Not fully. I'm still exploring. What I know for sure is I am non-binary and I am femme-aligned. So in one word, I am femme, yeah, and all non-binary people. People fall under the trans umbrella, like that's the current sexuality and gender. Not current, the popular sexuality and gender discourse. People try to keep sexuality and gender separate, which doesn't make sense, right? Something like femboy or butch in and in itself is a gender and a sexuality. Anyway, that's a topic for a different uh, rant actually, I digress a lot and so like you just have to bear with me, okay? Uh, So yes, that's my gender, trans femme, yes. And remember, do not use he, him pronouns for me, my pronouns are they, them, but you can also use see her, like I don't mind and female aligned words. That also works. I wore my first sari this Durga Pujo, and I had a blast. Gender for me is like a self-discovering journey and I believe it's only just began. There is so much more to do and I definitely not looking forward to killing myself because my goals are to be the happiest and best person of my life. Makes a lot of sense when I did not know I was trans. Fuck, I did say I didn't have much dysphoria, but well... I mean this does put things into perspective, I guess. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, what I want to say is like I'm really, really happy after a very, very long time. I'm clicking myself a lot, like if you follow me on Insta then you know. I look at my body a lot and I could not do that after my first puberty. Like, it wasn't hatred, I just thought it's unsightly. There is a famous quote in the photography community which goes something like this. If you wanna know what a person fears losing most watch what they photograph and yes, that is like I that absolutely true for me I fear immensely losing how I look now and I fear losing my friends so my gallery is just full of my newts and my friends basically and yeah, that's my Coming out journey story. I know that nobody asked, but here we are. I am happier and I am productive, and I am working on my mental health and other aspects of my life, which uh, kind of culminated in this podcast anyway. And I truly and deeply wish the same for all trans people. And I definitely don't want to see cis people talking about gender like they are the experts in it and treat it like an afterthought and pretend they are doing a service, that's all. And it's, it was no surprise that the gender and sexuality questions in Sovita's interview appear last. You know what Cosmo India and Sovita? like if you really care about trans people and Uh, ...people from the sexual minority and the gender minority groups... ...just... ...get... ...off the fucking stage! Let us tell our own narratives and our own experiences. You know? It's not that hard. Anyway... I am just tired of sys platforms pretending to be trans inclusive when their whole agenda is completely opposite of that. And if you are still here listening to me rant even after all that and are also tired of the same thing, let's connect. I am re.space on Instagram, might start a discord soon. And I I don't think I can talk any much, like much more. Hope to catch you in the next episode. Do save my podcast in your streaming app to get notified every time I drop a new episode. Bye.